Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Marcy Raider. Marcy, you are the founder of Raider Co. And you are found on the web at helloraderco.com. Marcy, thank you so much for joining us. I am happy to be here and to be part of the energy that you exude to your listeners. Wow. Well, listen, I I love what you do. And I'm so excited to talk about this um, because uh, I think you help a lot of great leaders with. I think it's just, it's almost like just kind of, well, I don't want to say it comes with the job, but it, boy, it sure can. <laughs> and and I'll let you, Marcy, kind of explain what Raider Co. does. Yeah, it doesn't have to come with the job. <laughs> so Raider Co., we are a, a health-powered productivity company. And what that means is we work with people on their email, their tasks, their you know time boundaries, but not at the expense of their health. So mm-hmm. it does not matter if you get all the boxes checked, if you are staying up all night to do it. It doesn't matter if you get to inbox zero, if it means that you're not getting up off your butt and moving. And so we help you, you know, reach those productivity goals, those efficiency goals with thinking about being more effective, but also not sacrificing your health and your relationships. Yeah. All right. So, you know, obviously my brain goes to a couple of different areas. First off, you know, how are we managing the quote unquote nine to five, right? And what is that like? And then I also want to make sure we talk about like after work and downtime and vacation and all that sort of thing. Um, But, but I'd like to talk about maybe kind of hone in on, you know, when we are at work, right? And and I, I'm of the opinion that I feel like, you know, if we're at work, I mean, obviously, you know, you've got some structured break time and so forth, like, so you can get away. Like for me, I've got my doggy Levi. He's a mini Australian shepherd. And Levi takes me for walks around the block. That is a mutually beneficial relationship right there. Uh, and so that's my thing. So he goes, we, we, scud- we pl- I plan out at least three of those during the workday. And that is great. Now, sometimes, Oh, I got to be quiet. I, Marcy, can I just let you do the teaching? <laughs> no, that's okay. What you're saying is great. However, a lot of people aren't doing that. And they are, you know, stuck with their noses and their laptop or with their device, or they're taking that dog for a walk, but they are constantly getting information input, whether they are, you know, doing a phone call or looking at their phone while they're also walking. You know, we do still need those times. I mean, I love walking meetings on the phone, but we still need that time of no sensory or low sensory because it's in the moments of boredom where we're, where we're allowing our brains to just wander that's when we are able to be creative and get strategic. And what's happening, especially in the last couple of years, is that 
a lot of leaders are going through what's called tunneling, where they have back-to-back meetings, and it's gotten worse since COVID, where now everything's on Zoom and back-to-back meetings. And eventually you get to this point where you just have this tunnel vision and you're not, your brain is not able to kind of think outside the box. You're just being reactive. And this tunneling is what we used to see just people going through dire straits. And now we're seeing it in the brain scans of people just having back-to-back meetings all day. Yeah. So um, when we on are on our you know, our, our downtime. What's, what's a great way to, how do we define that? Like, I like that, you know, that idea of just low, um, what was it? Low, sensory. Um, st- low sensory. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So almost like, you know, and I've, I've done, so I've done this a couple of ways. Like I've gone and I've walked Levi and I'm still like, I'm going through all my Slack messages, right. Which is I'm catching up and, and so forth. And, you know, and if I'm back to back, it is a good way to, multi-purpose, but I wouldn't want to do that every time because then there is, I'm going to walk and maybe I'm going to watch, you know, videos about uh, Marvel or something like that, you know, (laughs) Star Wars or something like that. So then there's that kind of downtime. And then there's the completely like, don't even bring your phone. I'm gone for 10 minutes and I'm just going to look at the trees, look at the birds, talk to my dog. And those are three different, I think, three different outcomes from that time. What Can you help me break down? I don't know if there's a good, better, best, or maybe no, you need. There's not, Josh. And, and the three examples that you gave are three examples that are perfect for you and for your day. Um, you know, as I said, I like the walking meetings where you're on the phone and maybe you're catching up on some different things. Maybe you're listening to a podcast. You know, maybe you're listening to this one or mine. And that's great. You know, if you are also catching up on your messages and you're moving your body while also working, that is called background tasking, not multitasking, but background tasking. And that can work too. We still are not getting enough of just thinkitating. You know, like people will like do their 10 minutes of meditation, maybe, or their 20 minutes of meditation. But then they're not just allowing themselves to just have white space and think throughout the day. And we need that in the same way that you might get up and go for a run for 45 minutes in the morning, or maybe you go to the gym after you're done with work. But if you sit all day long, then, you know, that 45 minutes in the morning or the hour after work isn't enough to make up for the sitting all day long. So we still need. So, you know, even if you meditate or something once a day, we still need that time of just white space and because that's when the ideas come and it allows our brain to rest because we're getting so much decision fatigue, mostly from the back to back meetings, because it does not allow our brain to rest. There's brain scans to show that. And also the constant notifications and over communication that we have yes. seen with um, people going remote. Yep. I can tell you, um, Marcy, that's one thing that I very consciously made the decision of a few years ago was like anything. The only thing that's going to notify me is my immediate family on text message. The rest, you know what? I'll see it, Uh, you know, but I'm going to see it during a block when I'm, I'm willing to look at that. So I don't mind the red circle notifications because I'll get to that, but I do not want 
ding, 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 boop, 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 you know, vibrating stuff like that, you know, and what, what's going on in, in our brain when we constantly get all those notifications? So first of all, the notifications being on as the default is not there to help us be more productive. They're there to get us to use it more because for most people, we, you know, we see that badge and we have to click on it. We have mm. to see who it is. It makes us very curious and our brains get used to it. And it also, we get a dopamine response from it. Every time yeah. a banner comes through or a pop-up, it's, yeah. it's um, somebody wants us or somebody needs us. And our brain gets used to that dopamine response. And so that constant notification and interruption, you know, people will think that, oh, my phone goes off. I just ignore it. Or I get the pop-up. I just ignore it. But you're not ignoring it. You're actually making your a micro decision not to do something with it. And so every time you are distracted or interrupted, it's like, it's like when you're driving in a car and you hit a stoplight. You are not back up to 50 miles per hour immediately. You have to speed back up. And if you are in focus mode and you're really working on something and you have that pop up, even though it's only for a half a second, you've stopped at the stoplight and you have to build up that level of focus again. And it's very tiring for our brains to context switch all day long. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and, um, so here's the thing, right? And and I remember long ago saying this, oh, I'm such a great multitasker. <laughs> Talk yes. about multitasking, Marcy, because you kind of teed it up. Yeah, there's no such thing. There's no such thing. There's such a small number of people, um, fighter pilots and you know pilots in general that are good at this. But what we're most of the time doing is not multitasking. We're switch tasking. And our brains are going back and forth, back and forth between two completely different things, which is very tiring for us. And I work with a lot of HR professionals. And one thing I tell them is, if you have a job description that still says ability to multitask, what you are saying is, we want somebody that's going to take longer to do the job with more mistakes. And what you really want is somebody to be able to prioritize effectively. Yeah. Um, so obviously as leaders, um, it, let's say that we're working in a virtual environment because there are a lot of distributed teams today. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I'm wondering as a leader, like what sorts of messages should I be sending to my team if I want to make sure that number one, they've got a good work-life balance, you know, and, 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 I want them to be incredibly satisfied in their work. I certainly don't want them to get burnt out. So if I'm in that role, which I am, so yeah, yeah. What, what are some messages that I could be sending or, or how can I be ensuring that, that, that my team is, you know, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to crash and burn on me. I am so glad you asked me this question. So first of all, when people are remote, the tendency is to over communicate with them to over communicate. So if you know that is the tendency, back off on the instant message and things like that. But also as a leader, know that your behavior is the the model. And it does not matter how many times you tell your staff, I might work at night. I don't expect you to, to work at night. 
I might email you on a Saturday. I don't expect you to reply back. If I if I work on Thanksgiving, don't worry about it. Just, you know, if if no. you are a leader, they will feel compelled yep. to check. And um, quick story, I was working with the um, VP at, at a pharmaceutical company and there were five VPs and they were have they were um, the new CEO said, I like to work on the weekends. I'm a night owl. I don't expect you to respond. So this VP I was working with, she was at a family picnic on a Sunday at noon. And first of all, she had her notifications on, which was the mistake. But she sees an email come through at noon on a Sunday at her family picnic from the CEO. Within the hour, four of the five VPs had responded. And so then she responded and she was so mad at herself because she's like, I know I shouldn't be responding to this, but she's like, she's the CEO. So even it's not just like your admin feels like they need to respond. It's these VPs still felt like they needed to respond. So remember that if you can talk about like having balance and take your weekends or your evenings back, but if, if you are sending out messages you're not modeling that. And if you need to send a message, schedule your email to send in the morning. Or if it's a text, there's actually an app called Scheduled and you can schedule your texts. Yes, Josh. People don't see Josh's face. How does that that work? People are seeing Josh's face right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it works like, so um, if a text comes in, how does this app work? So it's not for text coming in. It's for mm-hmm. you sending a text out. So but you want to make sure that it doesn't send until Monday at nine right, or something right, like that. Yeah. Because like, you know, if you're an early morning person, I'm an early morning person. Yep. I get an, I get a thought at 6 a.m. That's yes. I don't right. want to text them, but I also don't want to remember. Yes. To, you know, and you, so I use the scheduled app for texting and I type it in. And I schedule it to send at 8.30 or whatever time. Oh, that's great. Oh, you know, and you can, I know you can do the same thing. So we use Slack. I know a lot of distributed teams will use Slack for communication as well. Um, and I'm pretty sure that there's a uh, command that it will send during certain times. I'm going to have to look into that. That's that's a great idea because I I. I get those. You're right. I get those ideas at nine. Oh, shoot. I remember I was supposed to let people da, 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 and then I want to put it into Slack, but I don't want them to get a ping or a notification and feel the pressure that they have to respond. Then um, I could I, I remind them. I tell them don't ever respond. But a lot of times they'll say, oh, you know, I was, you know, anyway, it was fine. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, I know it's fine, but still. You know, but see, then they, you know, so what I'll do is I'll keep things marked as unread is kind of how I do that. Like if I've got communication, like I can reply to that. I'm gonna look at, but I'm gonna mark it as unread and I'll get back to that during. There's like a snooze thing too. Yeah, man, there's all these tools. Thank goodness. Thank you to platform providers for making this stuff available. Leaders, start using it. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, and, um, it's just called scheduled. And for those of you, when I said that about, you can't see Josh's face, like with surprise, when you're out listening to Josh's podcast while you're walking your dog, this was probably like, what? There's an app to schedule a text? Yes, yeah, there that's it great. is. Yes. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Okay, let's talk about Marcy then. 
like dedicated time off because there's some interesting stats. I think when you look at Americans yeah, versus many other it. areas of the world, terrible Americans don't, we don't do vacation well. <laughs> at all, really. Because if you're, if you're, you know, on your email every day during vacation, then you're not really ever on vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one thing as a leader, especially if you, if you're this, in the C-suite or you own the business, I completely get that sometimes you need to be available. I mean, I am a realistic person, but have those guardrails in place that maybe only two people are allowed to get through the gate, you know, while Mm -hmm. you're on vacation and everybody else has to go through those gatekeepers that, you know, and, and having some kind of decision tree and communication protocol that says only if it's this, then that. Only if it's this, then that. The other thing is to tell whoever you're on vacation with what your plan is to communicate with mm-hmm. your team or your you know admin or whoever that is. You know, like I will process my emails every morning before the family gets up, you know, from seven to seven 30, and then I'm yours the rest of the day, like telling your family. So that way, that way they can say, you know, mom, you're supposed to be hanging out with us, you know, if it's three o'clock or dad, you know, I thought we were, you know, going hang gliding or whatever, and you're on your phone, but, you know, even just speaking that out loud to somebody else can help you with that. Because really when it comes down to it, a lot of times it's habit. Yeah, we're looking at our phone out of habit and curiosity, and and we need we need that time away because that is when you get the ideas. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely true. I'm sure that you know. Again, all of us have had that you know the experience either in the shower, road trips. I always oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. so valuable for me. Um, Exercise just, is a big one. Yeah, when you're exercising, yep. that you get ideas. Marcy, I have a challenge right now in my life where, um, you know, historically, you know, and in the past I've prioritized it. I'm finding it difficult to get back into the habit of exercise. Um, Any tips for me? Yeah. First of all, let's not call it exercise. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because here's the thing. When we think if we're, when we think exercise, we think, we have to change our clothes. We need to sweat. We have maybe have to go somewhere or it involves my bicycle or whatever that is. When it's people that don't love to exercise or it's not a habit for them, I, I would rather them think about movement opportunities. And you have two or three throughout the day, you know, when you walk your dog. But it's really more about movement opportunities at, you know, what opportunities today can I find to move? And I even like something as simple as the seven minute workout. You know, we all say when we think exercise, we think it has to be a certain amount of time or it doesn't yeah. count. And yeah. the seven minute workout, there's a bunch of apps um, for the seven minute workout, but it's a scientifically proven hits every major muscle. And, you know, that could be something easily you do as soon as you get out of bed, or it could be done, you know, in the middle of the day or during a break where you don't feel like, 
okay, you know, this is going to take time away from my work. It's too much time. I don't have 20 minutes. I don't have 15 minutes, but this is just seven. And for a lot of people working from home, I mean, you know, for men, you could just take off your shirt, take off your pants, do it in your underwear. You know, for women, you might have to put on a sports bra and do it in your underwear. Like you don't even have to, or if you're wearing your comfy clothes, you could just do it in your comfy clothes because you might not break up, break out into a sweat. But thinking about it more as, you know, like where are the opportunities that I have today to stand, to, you know, to walk to the mailbox, to walk around. And then once those become more habit, thinking of it more as like a structured routine that in your brain qualifies as exercise. Yeah. Marcy, um, obviously, you know, we can share great tips and so forth, but um, how do you work with employers? How do you work with companies to help um, ensure that change gets made? You know, because, you know, the tendency might be that a leader is like, okay, well, I'm just going to share this YouTube video with my team uh, or, you know, encourage them to read a book that talks about this subject. Um, but but tell me how you work with, with folks and how you're able to truly create change. Yes, in a couple of different ways. So one is that we do private coaching packages in three, six, or 12 months because it's behavior change. It does not happen overnight. When I'm working with a team and we do any kind of workshop, then we all say it's an email extinguisher or focus power-ups workshop um, or meeting power-ups. Then we do the workshop, but then 30 to 45 days later, I have a zoom session called ask the expert and I get on and, or, you know, the specialist gets on and for 25 minutes, they can ask us anything. So they get that 30 to 45 days to implement the behavior and then come back and say like, this is where my challenge is. This is where I'm struggling, or this is where I'm doing awesome. And that's where I find that a lot of companies in my space are, they're not doing that follow-up you know, to, because, you know, if you just give the workshop, people don't have the time to see how it's going to work. And one thing just to, to preface that is I always do a scorecard of the team and, or the, the company where we ask them questions about their email behavior, time management, um, focus, you know, are they eating lunch in front of a screen every day? You know, how are their meetings done? And then leadership gets a summary of that. And then we customize the presentation based on that specific company's issues. Your website, Marcy, is helloraider.com. So Raider is spelled hello. It's it, it's hello Raider. A, I'm sorry, R-A-D-E-R-C-O.com. When folks go there, what would you recommend? Like, how do they kind of take that next step with you? Yes, so there is a training page if they're interested oh, cool. in meeting, uh, you know, bringing in um, training for their team. There's also a coaching page if they're thinking more of the individual coaching, but they can set up a discovery session. We can talk about what it is that they need, what their struggles are, and determine if we are the right fit for them. Yeah. Okay. Again, it's helloraderco.com and Marcy Raider. Uh, this has been a great conversation, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh.
Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.